Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. I'm Ian Panja and today my thoughts are about behaviour change. Now, most of you will have tried to change a behaviour at some point or other in your life, whether that is to do with giving up smoking or exercising more or just spending less time on your phone. Behaviour change is something that people sometimes find quite difficult. And it's all about what makes you tick as a person um, and knowing yourself. And I wanted to just share with you some of the stories that I've come across uh, and the learnings that I've gained from patients and also myself. Um, And hopefully you'll be able to take some of these away, chew them over and apply uh, certain techniques in your life. We can talk a little bit also about what the experts say and think in terms of making behaviour change easy. But... I thought I'd cover the, the the real reasons, the real life reasons why people actually change their behaviours. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day. So the first example I'm going to give you is one from my own life. And it happened several months ago when I was in a rush one morning and I had to leave the house very quickly. And one of the things that I find difficult to do in the mornings is I can't really function unless I've had a coffee, uh, a black coffee. That's part of my kind of morning routine, if you like. And anyway, on this particular morning, we were running late and um, I had to drop my son off to school and I just forgot to have a coffee. I got to work just in the nick of time, went straight into work, totally slammed with patience for the whole morning, non-stop. And then I got to about I think 4.30 in the afternoon, which was the first time I'd really got to stop. And I thought, hey, you know what? I haven't had a coffee today and I feel okay. I don't feel too bad. I I don't feel tired. In fact, if anything, I feel a bit more energised. So I thought I'd try the next day without a coffee in the morning and I felt even better. And this type of behaviour change that happens by accident, I would call a happy accident. Uh, So that is the first one I want you to think about because there'll be loads of examples of this in your life where so another common one I hear from people is um, when I'm asking them about their diet or something in a consultation they'll they'll often say oh no no, I don't drink milk you know I gave that up years ago because we ran out for a week when I was a student and actually I didn't have it and you know my gut felt a lot better or whatever so happy accidents are are really interesting Um, they're, they're totally unintentional 
But nevertheless, they are a way that people create behaviour change. By the way, when it comes to my coffee story, I stuck to it for about a month. I felt so much better. That was the whole point. That's why I stuck to it. It slowly crept back in, but you know what? I drink a lot less than I used to and I feel good. Okay, so what is the second type of behaviour change um, that I noticed? Well, the second one I, I, I call under orders. And this is another one that I'm sure many of you will recognise. This is where someone else's rules or laws force your behaviours in a particular way. So a really obvious one that springs to mind is you can't smoke when you're on an aeroplane, for example, because you just can't. You get arrested or, you know, set the plane on fire these days. But um, so... And it's interesting, if you ask any smoker about that, they don't really think about fags because they know they can't smoke when they're on a 14-hour flight or whatever. Um, but then as soon as they get off at the other end, the first thing they think about is lighting a cigarette. So th this is really powerful. And one of the things I want you to think about is, well, you know, and particularly actually if you are a smoker, but also if you have any kind of habit that you are doing regularly every hour or two that you're trying to stop is is just how powerful the mind is and the fact that this habit you know where you you're used to smoking every couple of hours or whatever is controllable i'm absolutely sure that if you're a smoker and your best friend or your partner asked you to stop smoking for two days you'd probably find it really difficult but the fact is when you're sat on a plane and you've got no choice you can do it and there's something in that I think that's really powerful it's a little bit like my coffee story which was a happy accident if someone had asked me to stop I would have found it much harder but the fact that it just happened kind of meant I didn't notice it happening um, and if there was a rule that said that coffee was banned then you know I wouldn't have a choice another time I remember it happening was when many years ago we went to Sudan for a wedding and it's a dry country and they don't serve alcohol so you know we didn't have a choice you, you just don't miss it so the third one is one that I've experienced myself and it's the power of what I call community spirit. And this is where you do things in a group or you sort of find your tribe in inverted commas. Uh, lots of examples of this. Park Run is a great example of community spirit. So people who might be reluctant to take up running, you know, you turn up on a Saturday morning and then you join, you know, in, in our case half the town pretty much um, and then you sort of find your feet and kind of get used to running and, and you do it every week and you get a little bit faster you make friends through it uh, great stuff you know and there are other similar examples you know there are lots of weight loss clubs there's Slimming World and Weight Watchers and you know the, uh, and all of those um, which really work by creating support a support network they haven't found the you know the the magic cure for weight loss that's not how it works it's purely uh, because they've harnessed the power of community really really well um, and that is potentially life-changing and I'm sure many of you have experienced that where you do something in a group you're part of a community um, so that's another one to think about, you know, joining a group in order to create a new behaviour or take up something that's new. 
Uh, the next one makes me chuckle a bit because I think all of us have had this. It's it's one that I call friendly jealousy, and <laughs> the reason it makes me laugh is um, it, it is exactly that. So you know where um, I don't know you, you haven't seen a mate in a long time and you catch up with them and suddenly they they look absolutely fantastic they've you know been to the gym they they look really built their skin looks good they um they've obviously sort of looked after themselves and you know you're kind of you know still stuck in your rut in some ways and you think you know what I want a bit of that I I actually sort of think I might start going to the gym and actually sort of looking at what benefits um, someone else has managed to sort of bestow upon themselves by taking control and changing their lives can help you do the same Um, you know and it doesn't have to be about fitness it can be about tidying your house getting outdoors or eating a bit better you know it happened to me several years ago uh, when I was on uh, a trip uh, abroad and I realised I had this sort of realisation that you know my diet was just terrible it was just full of beige stuff and it, you know compared to some of my friends I think we were actually on the stag weekend um, and even there a lot of my friends were sort of working quite hard to eat healthily you know during the day which which I know that doesn't seem to sort of chime with what you do on a stag weekend but it kind of it just hit me and I thought actually no you know I I want to do that as well I need to do that so friendly jealousy it's a good one okay so we've had friendly jealousy we've had happy accidents and we've had under orders now this next one's a toughie it's what I call the unthinkable and this is one that no one really wants to happen but events that happen in your life like the death of a loved one or some sort of tragedy can be a brutal leveller and immediately make you want to change your behaviours. It's the one that no one wants um, to happen because by definition something very sad has happened and it forces you to take stock uh, and change your behaviours. And I've seen this time and time again uh, in my patients, particularly in the stories that they tell me. Why I'm mentioning it, and we'll cover this in, in episodes that are coming up, is you know, every time I hear these stories, it makes me think, why wait? Why am I waiting to make that change? Why am I waiting for something bad to happen before I actually take action? And there are lots of examples of this. I mean, the classic one that I can think of, and I don't want you to feel that this whole podcast is about smoking, but it's just a habit that lends itself well to uh, use as an example but you know the smoker with a cough who gets sent for a chest x-ray is always on tenterhooks hoping that nothing sinister is going to get shown up on it so have a think about that and whether there's anything you know that you need to stop now and take some steps towards that and the final real life way that i've seen people change their behaviors is what i call grasping the nettle that's a really tough one and one that i wouldn't recommend because it means that this person is using sheer bloody mindedness and and willpower in order to do uh, something and years ago I remember a relative of mine um, you know sort of making you know stubbing out 
God, it sounds like this whole podcast episode's about smoking and it's not. I'm just using it as an example and the ones I'm thinking of seem to be linked to it. But um, but he stubbed this fag out and just said, right, that's it. I'm never smoking again. That is it. It's my last cigarette. And it was, you know, um, as far as I know, that was, you know, about 30 odd years ago and they've never touched one since. But that is really hard to do and you have to be of a certain mindset in order to be able to do that. And the problem is that willpower is effectively stopping yourself from doing something you really want to do in most cases so it's not one that I would recommend so there you have it things to think about grasping the nettle happy accidents under orders community spirit friendly jealousy and the unthinkable which ones of those do you recognize what's going to work for you and I guess the next step is about creating good habits and how can you do that easily is there a way to create habits now, the point is that a lot of people listening to this will think, well, hang on, you know, I hate groups. You know, I, I don't want to go to Park Run because I am i don't really want to meet new people. Um, and I, I totally get that. I think the way to crack behaviour change is to look at what behavioural scientists know. And that is that you need nudges, which are regular reminders or reg- regular encouragement, you know, either from yourself or from family members. And also making habit changes easy now there's a world famous behavior change expert called bj fogg and he came up with something called tiny habits and tiny habits is really about making behavior change easy and the way to do this is to stick any new behavior that you want to incorporate for example doing press-ups onto an existing behavior So what that means is you know you're going to brush your teeth every morning. So if you want to do the press-ups just before or just after it, you're much more likely to do it. It's a really simple technique and worth doing because after a while, that new behaviour becomes almost automatic. Or maybe doing something while you're waiting for the kettle to boil. What about removing bad behaviours? Isn't that slightly harder? So we've talked a lot on this particular pod about smoking um, but there are lots of habits that people want to stop you know biting their nails or sucking their thumb or um, changing their diet how do you stop eating sweet foods for example you know it's a very common one now this one in my experience in terms of what works for people is about the concept of replacement so If you've already accepted, for example, that your diet could be a bit better and that you have a craving for something sweet and you eat chocolates or sweets at a particular time of day, try and think about whether you'd be able to replace that with something that is healthier but may also be sweet. For example, some fruit. And in my experience, what happens is when someone tries something like that, if they feel better just like I did when I accidentally forgot to have my coffee. Because I felt better, I stuck with it. And actually, feeling better becomes almost addictive. You start to notice that everything's working a little bit better. So before you know it, you've dropped a habit. So anyway, I hope that has been helpful. It's a brief tour of what I think are real-life reasons for people changing their behaviours I hope you can relate to some of those and you'll think about what you do and how you do it as you go about your day. Perhaps you've got something that you want to do more of um, or less of and 
have a go at the tiny habits because I think that one really works and is, is so simple but so effective. For those of you that want more information or more science on things like neuroplasticity, which is really how the brain rewires itself after making behaviour change, please visit the links on the show notes. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please send me a thumbs up by way of giving me a good rating. Um, I would also love to hear from you if you have any suggestions for what you want me to cover on future episodes. I really hope you've enjoyed listening. And until next time, do take care. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.